Hello, welcome to Brown Noise with Gamble and Fee. I'm Gamble. I'm a middle school math teacher and I am Brown. We'll be sharing our experiences as educators. I'm P. I'm an elementary school teacher and I am Brown. I look forward to having discussions about our experience as educators. Special guest, Miss PZ. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> yes. But before bah, we... bah, bah. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. Before we get there, <clears throat> let's go through our glows and grows for the week. So for myself, my glow this week is that I am kind. And my growth is that I want to be more aware of ableism. P? Nice. Um, my glow this week is, some, is trying something new. And I've been holding this in from you. I made two TikTok videos. Two what? I'm sorry? Two TikTok videos. Ah, oh, snaps. Yeah, so I'll share this with you later. <laughs> I wanted you to be surprised for when I tell you this for my <laughs> glow. <laughs> awesome. And then my grow is to, like, because I'm a teacher and there's a lot of things going on in my life right now, I'm taking care of a lot of other people and to make sure that I'm taking care of myself also is my grow. I need to make sure that I'm taking care of me. Miss PZ? Yeah. um, So for my glow, um, I'm very attuned to other people. I love to make people feel good and I'm agreed. People laugh and like, Mm -hmm. so caring. So that's like my glow. And then my grow, I feel like, I need to put that back on myself, a lot of yeah. self-love, because it's, it's hard to like, or it's easy to say, oh, this is bad about me, this is bad, but not to say this is good about me, so at least, mm-hmm. at least one good thing about myself daily. Oh, yeah. let's all give ourselves a hug, guys, real quick. Yes! Oh, I love the exercise of my students. I love myself. Oh. Too. I know. Oh. <laughs> Awesome, P. Awesome, PZ. Um, so for snack, I didn't have one. What about you guys? Um, today, because I was hungry and I ate late, so then I was like extra hungry. So I had what I usually do for a snack if I'm really hungry. I do like a half a sandwich. So then half a sandwich and I put um, turkey, avocado, and hummus on it. So mm-hmm. on one side, like uh, where on the bread side, I put hummus. And then in the middle with the turkey, I put avo- a slice of avocado. So then I was like satisfied and it was all good and healthy. Yummy. Okay. Miss mm-hmm. PZ, any snackage? Yeah, I think with having all this time, I've been able to like plan out snacks. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love apples. So like having just apples and like peanut butter. Just mm-hmm. like a little snack. <laughs> yes. Well, I love peanut butter. Snack. So today we're going to be talking about fatness with a special guest, Miss PZ. <laughs> so Miss PZ, um, can you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm Miss Beasy. Um, like P, I am mixed race, so I am brown. My dad is born was born in South America in Uruguay. Um, English being his second language and Spanish being his first. Um, and like P, growing up, I never really felt connected to the Hispanic side, mm-hmm. especially since I don't speak it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand mostly, but never grew up with confidence to learn it or to speak it. And so even having family members disappointed in the fact that I don't speak it, mm. it took me years to finally learn to love my Hispanic side and mm. embrace it. Mm-hmm. When people ask me like, oh, what are you? I say I'm Hispanic. I don't just say I'm white. Like I'd say it. Yeah. And so I've learned that there isn't like a face 
to brown. There's not a face to being Hispanic and we all come in all different shapes and sizes, people who speak it and people who don't. So, I mean, I grew into that. Now I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Out here. <laughs> we're brown. Yes. Brown. We're not just trying to live. We're, we're driving. Driving. Woo. In crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm awesome. So let's jump into our topic. Uh, we are going to discuss um, fatness is what I named it. Um, mm-hmm. So really quick, um, I gamble. I'm fat. I have always been fat. And I'm a little uncomfortable still, I think, using the term. Um, I don't know what you guys use. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I mean... I I say I'm fat at different times and not in a negative way. It's just like a matter of fact thing. Like I'm fat. I think I'm fat and not in a bad way. Um, but I'll say I'm big because I'm also tall and like mm-hmm. I have broad shoulders, you know? So I'm also like I'm big or uh, like depending. But I say a lot of different things. But um, yeah, I'm not afraid of the word fat. Awesome. <laughs> I agree. I feel like growing up I was always so sensitive about the word fat and like when someone would say it mm-hmm. but the older I got I was just like I mean I, I get it <laughs> <laughs> I know right but so yeah. <laughs> I'm brown I'm fat I'm brown <laughs> I'm fat I'm beautiful let's, let's yeah. just say the facts <laughs> awesome uh, so so yeah <clears throat> um definitely as um for myself as a teacher, it's something I, I want to be mindful of in terms of making sure that our students are not uh, like reflecting negative self-thought in my class, not using fat as a derogatory term for other students, not making comments about other students' bodies um, that have nothing to do with what we're talking about. Obviously, if it was a lesson about tallness or something, I don't know, mm-hmm. then it'd be different. Yeah. Um, and then I think we, we, when we were discussing this topic, we were trying to brainstorm, like, what do we do specifically to keep in mind what special needs or what differences mm-hmm. our students who are fat may have? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miss PZ is going to be sharing some great points that she brought up through, from the coaching end of it as well, which obviously affects students as well, because they, a lot of them are athletes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, my I agree like we have to be aware of our students and their bodies and something I noticed in my colleagues now that I didn't notice before when I was working in another school district is very politely like in a good way they consider like students and how like their sizes and all this stuff to make sure they have desks that they fit in and get and like gamble like you were telling me like oh I made sure like if I had a bigger kid that they had a desk that they could fit in like and not in a bad way but just like I want them to be comfortable yes. so like that and then, like, if someone is tall, like, making sure, like, that you put them somewhere where, so, like, nobody will complain that they can't see over them. Because it's, like, oh, my God, being tall. And, like, it's, like, but I can't see past them. And, like, the tall kid can't control that, yeah. dude. Like, it's just so messed up. Like, it's, and it, and it can be avoided if a teacher is, like, thinking about that ahead of time, you exactly. know? We can avoid those situations because obviously, I mean, the little kid in the back or the normal average sized mm-hmm. student in the back, um, in a sense, is advocating for themselves like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. see or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but we don't need to have that be a constant reoccurrence for our Mm -hmm. our students that are taller or are bigger or are fatter or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah and then also oh go ahead sorry I think going in high school and like middle school I got used to like not fitting in seats and Mm -hmm crunching down because I didn't want the person behind me not be able to see. And so mm-hmm. it's like putting us in this kind of mindset, like we're not mm-hmm. welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, I was talking and I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to put the link in, uh, in the description of this episode, but there was, um, I think it was on, a certain podcast and Fabi Fab was a guest on it and he does a show called Latinos Who Lunch and they were discussing how when you're growing up and you're fat like walking into a room like there's like you are retrained in a way that people who are skinny are not and just like you look around you're like is there someone else fat in here so you feel comfortable or you look around you're like okay I want to make sure I'm sitting in a chair that will fit me so I don't feel uncomfortable or I don't feel like I'm going to break the chair like stuff like that like you know and like you said like example of like you're looking around the class and then you're so hyper aware of your body that you're like oh my gosh I want to make sure that I'm slouched down so nobody will notice that I'm tall I like I don't fit correctly in this desk but it is what it is I have to just be here instead of being accommodated for Mm -hmm. yeah so for sure like that happens to I mean that like like I said when Fabi Fab talked about that I was totally like yeah I look I scanned the room and I'm like how does everyone look compared to me? And I don't know if everyone does that. Like I, they were just coming from perspective of being fat also. So I don't know. But like, I was like, yeah, I do that. Yeah. I, I know I do. I look around and I'm like, am I going to be comfortable? Am I the fattest person here in this room? Like, it's just something that pops in my, ma- in my mind for sure. And yeah. like, I used to be heavier. Like right now, like currently I've lost like 70 pounds and kept it off. Amazing. Like now it's been like 70, seven years. So I'm just like, Ooh, like my body, but like my brain is not changed. You know, that's something that's going to, I have to continue to work on it because I've been trained to do certain things based on what my body looked like and what it looks like now too. Right. So yeah. We grew up to have self-hatred of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you said going into a room and seeing if you're the fattest one. And sometimes even because you're so used to people judging you, you judge someone else that's big. You're like, oh, at least I'm not that big. Or I hope sure. I'm that mm-hmm. big. even someone smaller. Oh, I wish I was that size. Like mm-hmm. it's just so, so hate, so much self hatred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so like my progression, like from elementary to high school, is like so. Well, in my opinion, is like so broad. So like in elementary school, like major until fifth grade. Like, I didn't know I was fat or I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know, I didn't notice, like, of course our bodies are different, but it wasn't a big deal to me. I was just a big kid. Like, my siblings were all big. My cousins, you know what I mean? Like, we're a big family. It is what it is. And everyone's different, all that. But then in fifth grade, that changed um, because we were doing state testing and we had to be weighed, right? And the other students noticed that I weighed you know I was a heavy girl because I was a big girl you know and I still am and so they noticed and they talked about it and I was like "Ooh, that doesn't make me feel good like why why are you commenting about that like it is what it is kind of thing like obviously I'm big how am I not gonna weigh more than you like you know what I mean like it didn't make sense to me 
and I had not that I had never felt bad about my body or something but like I had never felt like that from my peers you know and so then it was weird um and that they could be like that and I remember telling my mom about it and she was like no like don't listen to them like I don't know why they're worried about you they should worry about themselves kind of thing and I was like yeah you're right mom okay like and that was kind of, which was like, thanks mom, you know, but you know, I was like, that's good enough. Like that helped me, you know? And I had fun in fifth grade. I was like, I was student council president. I had like so many activities going on. I was happy, you know, all that. But then in middle school, um, I started to be bullied for being fat and they would, um, they would like wait for me like to walk to school or to walk home. And it still hurts me so much. This is why I'm about to cry, because it's, it's still there. Um, like, they would tell me that I was fat and that I was ugly. And, like, do this, like, every day. And, like, I had a friend in sixth grade, we would walk home together and stuff, and she would just be like, just ignore them. And, like, you know, she was trying to be supportive and all in that way. But it was just, it was awful. And they would talk, like, they would say to my face, that I was ugly and fat and I, I did it to my family because I was so embarrassed like because I believed it was true you know because sorry I'm like so emotional no, I, mean, I believed it was true because if someone's telling you that to your face how could you not believe that it was true you know and and that was in sixth and seventh grade and then in eighth grade that person the main person who was doing it into high school they were a year older than me mm. and then eighth grade I was kind of like oh thank god they're gone honestly like I was waiting it out like thank god they're gone and I'm like and still to this day if I like and well actually well I'll finish I'll say what I was gonna say still to this day if I saw that person I would have like real anger for them you know and like bullies now like and with my students and all that stuff, like with them, I can put that apart and I can say, I know the person who's being bullied, like they need help. But I also know the bully needs help because something is going on with them, you know, that is making them feel this way and lash out on other kids or, you know, what have you. But in my personal life, like if that, I would, you know, I don't know what I would do. I'm still really angry, you know. And then like, I remember going to high school and even that popped in my head briefly, like, what if I see this person? Because what high school would this person go to? You know what I mean? Of course, we're all going to go to the same high school. So, and then I, I saw this person when I was in ninth grade. And they were alone. And they didn't have friends around them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm like, I, I'm not surprised, dude. You're pretty, you're awful to me. Right. So, and I, I ne honestly, I remember seeing that one time and I never saw them again. Who knows? Maybe I didn't notice them anymore. Maybe I got over it a little bit for myself, you know, but I never saw them again. But that f those feelings that I have, I'm still working on getting over that. Mm -hmm. And like, oh. and so like thinking about this, like thinking of being fat in school, I remember in ninth grade and I remember Ingress and I remember Miss PZ and we were all like friends together and I had my girlfriends and I never felt that way with them. I, you know, and you know, I, of course I had other friends too, but like, I never felt like that with them. And I felt like we could talk about our bodies and talk about 
like the way we dressed and talk about clothes and all this stuff. And it didn't matter what we looked like. It didn't matter what size we were. We all, we all had our like, you know, uh, insecurities, but not for each other. We didn't like bring each other down ever that I remember. We didn't, we were just so supportive of each other, you know? And so like, that was like, that was so amazing for me because of course I had my sisters, but it was different because you know, it was at school. I had to deal with this on my own kind of thing. But I'm so lucky that I had my friends right. with me to like grow in that way because, and I'll never forget it. Like, like I said, my transition, like I, in elementary school to middle school to high school is like, like, I had to like recover from middle school. And like, you know, I played sports, I had activities, I did all this other stuff. I had a lot of fun in high school and I'm grateful for that. But yeah, but like what happened to me and for being fat and the ideas I had they still stick with me it's yeah oh I wish I could go back and give middle school P a hug thank you and I'm glad you found your community with um with Miss yeah. in high school I'm glad you found some friends and and it didn't continue on farther than mm-hmm. that well I mean like I feel you like it didn't reoccur yeah I agree yes yeah Miss PC, would you like to share some of your experiences or what it was like for you knowing well, knowing P in high school? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll start like I like she did with going into like middle school and everything. And I was I was actually teased like pretty young. Like I was I think I was the first the first time I can remember was like first grade oh, and just wow. continuing from there. Mm-hmm. And so I think I lost a lot of confidence going into middle school and mm-hmm. playing basketball my seventh grade year my uh and it was like a church off campus school so our basketball team so it wasn't on school wasn't on campus Mm -hmm. and it wasn't my my classmates it was mainly like another uh uh, school over and so that was a great experience to get into basketball one of my one of my first loves really till this day um my first coach was amazing and my second coach in eighth grade, I did for my school. And I, remember, I never try now be nervous. And I beat some girls that played the previous year. There was, they were like pissed. Dope. I was <laughs> Good so, for you. Mm-hmm. I was like so proud. I was like, I can't believe mm-hmm. I she was on the team last year and same mm-hmm. coach and everything. So I'm like, this is cool. Healthy competition. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then um, we would do like, you know, like pretty much, you know, it was like whenever in basketball, we do sprints and do whatever. Mm-hmm. For this one time um, we were sprinting and I've always been like a fast sprinter. Like mm-hmm. this is true. I can attest <laughs> to this y'all. She's telling the truth. <laughs> give me to, you know, give me a, like to run a mile and no, I can't, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll like die. But you I can't, but you don't want to, that's it. You can't. <laughs> You tell me run four laps around the the track and I'm just like, (laughs) but to get me to run like short. (laughs) And so, um, Mm -hmm. and I was beating some of the girls at the the end of the sprint at the end of the baseline. And I was so happy. I was like, I can't believe I'm beating these girls. And then my coach came out and he was like, why is she beating you guys? We're not going to stop until everyone beats me. Mm it kind of stung. I was like, wait, why am I being picked up out of the whole team? Like, he didn't say mm-hmm. that the girl that got third place. Like, why didn't he say, like, why is she, or the girl that got first place and everything? And so it kind of, like, it hurt me that he, like, 
picked me out of the group and said like we're not going to mm-hmm. she gets last and so at that time i you know i had a thought in my head like just give up and just you know i'm tired at this mm-hmm. time I'm like, do I give mm-hmm. up and, you know become last or do i keep pushing my hardest and because of like growing up in, in like elementary and middle school i didn't have that confidence so i just gave up and then i and and I feel like that like continued on and I'm um, into like high school. Not in common. I feel like we always, even after like school or after practice, we would just like, we had so many laughs. Yes. <laughs> just us three in like the locker room or like yeah. on home from basketball games when we're supposed to be silent. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember one thing we, uh, we had to do sprints and we had uh-huh. uh, Coach Mayfield and he would pass out like from because he was tired and we would stop running while he was sleeping because we he couldn't see us yeah <laughs> but but going back to it I feel like when I got into high school I got a lot of more confidence being around um because they didn't judge me because they didn't like point out flaws and they didn't like do anything to like make me feel um less confident and I don't know if I told you in eighth grade my mom gave me a choice because I lived in Pittsburgh like uh, one city over and oh, yeah mm-hmm. mom gave me a choice she was like you either can go to Pittsburgh high school or you can go to Antioch with your brother and I was like you know what I want a new start mm-hmm. <laughs> so I chose Antioch and so it's so weird to think about like I don't know what my life would have been like if I went to Pittsburgh high school like it's just oh, like oh my goodness <laughs> that's okay I'm like having this moment because like Ingress came from Pacoima and oh, yeah. you could have not gone to any either. You could have gone to Pitt. And so, like, imagine, like, we, this was, like, meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Uh, and so, like, uh, I'm this having a moment. <laughs> but I feel like because I, I was a coach in high school or out of high school, I was a high school coach mm-hmm. for girls basketball. And I feel like that experience that I had with the coach and then in high school, my, my coaches were amazing. Like I loved my yeah. coach. And so um, just keeping that in mind, like anything I say to them, about them, around them, it affects them. Like, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just keeping that positive influence, man. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's important to us as teachers to be that positive force. Mm-hmm. And like what some people don't realize, but I know teachers realize we are not only our te- a teacher, like we have so many hats. So we're like that counseling piece, that helping family, like maybe social work, depending on what we're, how we're supporting our students, we put on so many hats. And of course, we're not trained in those ways, but we do our best to like be so much for our students that we need to like be aware of ourselves that yeah everything we do they're looking at and they're and they're um like getting the influence from us and we want it to be a positive one Mm -hmm. and a positive one about our own bodies like i know i'm very careful with my students of how i speak about my own body and like how i don't negative like not that i never have negative talk for myself that's not true we all do from time to time whatever kids right but exactly, like in front of these kids, like I do not want to hear them, their teachers say something bad about their own body and then repeat that or think that about themselves. Like, because can you imagine like you love your teacher, you think they're awesome, all this stuff. And if your teacher thinks that they're not good enough or that their body is ugly, then what's to stop you from thinking your body is ugly? 
you know, or whatever else, you know, whatever negative talk it is. That's just one example. But, you know, so I'm very aware of that. And then I, I really like stick up for my students when they're being called fat. And this year, I remember one, and I've, I've done this before. I'm very, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oof, the stuff I say. But um, this year, I had a student, I had a little boy calling these two girls. He was like, you're fat and blah, 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 and all this stuff, right? And it was because they were both, and they were all annoying each other. You know, like, nobody was innocent, right? But I went over and I said, you know, what's the problem? And it, like, what's going on? And so we solved the problem. And then I went back and I said, okay, now. They do not deserve to be talked to like that. I'm fat also, but I do not deserve disrespect. So just because you think they're fat does not mean you can yell at them, does not mean that you are calling them bad names. Being fat is not a crime, which is something I say to my students a lot too. I tell them, I'm like, being fat is not a crime. So we're not doing that anymore. Do you understand? And he was like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I know you were mad. I know you wanted to make them mad because they made you mad, but it's just not okay. And okay. And then I told them that, you know, what they were doing was wrong too and, and through that. But just not being afraid to be like, to no. Account. Yeah. Like you have to push back and not give it so much power that like if you're fat, it's like such a bad thing. It's like my body is naturally how it is. Like, that's and that's not a bad thing, you know? Yeah. I've and, had a- Growing up, I wish I would have had teachers that would advocate for me like that. Because mm-hmm. um, at least in my case, mm-hmm. I never stood up for myself and no one ever yeah. stood up for me. I and sometimes mm-hmm. I would get bullied in class, maybe in the back of the room or like out in the playground when I was in elementary. And like, mm-hmm. I never, I time that a teacher has like stopped it. And yeah. so that's, it's like amazing to hear that you guys are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like, like I'm saying, because of my experience, I can't, I can't allow that to happen to anyone else, you know, Absolutely. and not that I've seen that happen, but I'm like sensitive to that, you know, because of who I am, just like I'm sensitive to students of color, like, you know, I want to make sure that they're being treated fairly, I want like my girls to be treated fairly, like, you know, of course, because of who I am, I look out, lenses, yeah. You know, because, yeah, the different lenses, like I look at my different lenses and I know how that feels, at least from my perspective. And I don't want anyone else to feel that way. For sure. Because also I don't want my girls to feel bad about themselves because they're fat. I'm like, you're beautiful. Those things are not two different things. You know what I mean? Just because you're fat doesn't mean you're beautiful, that you're capable, that you are amazing. Yeah. I remember someone told me they're I think in high school. They're like, you dress really nice for a big girl. I was like, I just dress nice. Like, just I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice if you would have just stopped with that. <laughs> that's so true like yeah. like i hate that backhandedness but it's true you do dress nice not just for a big girl but in general you are so fashionable let me gas you up right now you are so fashionable like you inspire me to be fashionable too like for sure well, you're talking like one of your other uh, episodes and like with your jacket you 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 kill it with the jackets like you hey! always, any jacket you wear like I'm just like man <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> that makes me feel good about myself thank that, you that definitely reminds me of like you know we gotta fill our like Instagram and social medias that we do use with like people that are gonna inspire us that aren't gonna make us feel bad about ourselves that are like good point 
icons for us in like different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, let's look at these beautiful brown women. Let's look at these yes. fat women. I do. I do. Like, if someone like. I was like, like I was mentioning like an earlier podcast too. Someone I follow that I really like her style. Like I like her. Some part of what I like her is because we have a similar body type. Representation matters. It matters for kids in elementary school. Having a teacher like me, I'm like, I need to use my powers for good and be that positive influence as much as I can and as many different ways I can as I can too. And our running team, you know, and who would have thought I don't like to run. Everyone knows that. It's not my favorite thing either. Um, but I but I like to take on a challenge. Mm-hmm. And so like my perspective for that is, and I signed up to do this program. It's called Girls on the Run. I think it's a national program. Um, it's called Girls on the Run. And we do lessons and we talk about, uh, and it's a girls program. So it's a girls team. But um, we run together, but we also have like lessons about um, respecting yourself, mm-hmm. choosing good friends knowing how to like learn how to deal with our feelings and stuff like that so we have those lessons we have activities together and then we run together so it's very bonding and I wish I mean who knows I don't know if I would have signed up for it but like I wish I would have had this program available when I was in school and a lot of other coaches say that and like I really believe it Uh, I really mean it when I say that um, because it's such a great program and I think and like when I'm being a coach in that like I love that my students who are bigger girls will come out and do it too. Because looking at the past teams, there hasn't been. Mm-hmm. And me being on that team, now there is. And that shift, like, it just it just fills my heart. Because I'm like, I went to the upper grade classrooms. I went and talked to the girls. And I said, I know running isn't my favorite either, girls. But... I know I want to accomplish this goal together and I want you to be part of it if you're interested. And that's how I presented it to them. I'm like, I don't want you to be an Olympic athlete. I don't want you to lose weight. It is not the goal. I want us to all work together and know that you are capable. I don't want you to think that your body is holding you back. I would love everyone to think that my body is beautiful and capable and I'm strong because it's just so hard. Like, I mean, I started crying for things that happened to me in middle school and not to like uh, lighten it or not to make it like that's unimportant. Of course it's important, but so if that could make like a lasting impact on me, what about a positive impact on yeah. me? You know, and I would, like I said, I want to be that positive for- force for girls to like love their bodies because I still deal with that of being fat. Like even though I've lost weight and all this stuff to me, I'm still fat. Like to me, that hasn't changed my mentality like and in general like gamble thanks for being brave uh to say that sometimes you're not you're uncomfortable with that Um, because that's that's really hard because honestly like I am comfortable with my body as far as like I know what my body looks like and I'm happy and I'm capable like most days I um, I'm like you know this is my body good I'm glad I'm healthy all that good stuff you know but then I'm also so sensitive when anyone talks about my body. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I've noticed is, like, my trigger. And then especially if they're not bigger, because I get, like, defensive, like, how would you know how I feel? Right. Because if someone's bigger, like, I trust them to know how I felt or have, have felt in the past or feel now. And I'm, like, I feel comfortable to share about my body or clothes and stuff like that. But, like, you know, and it's just, like I said, it's just because of my past experience. But if anyone's talking about my body, 
I'm like, oof. And then if even if they're complimenting me, like, it makes me feel shy. You know, yeah. it makes me feel like, oh, you noticed my body. Mm. And I don't know how, you know, so that's why I'm still shy about it. Even if it's a positive, yeah. I'm, I'm either thinking like, oh, you should notice my body. And then I'm like, no, 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 P. It's a, it's a good thing. Like, it's okay. Or I'm like, what do you want from me? Which makes me nervous, you know? Yeah. Um, just, you know, being a girl, being a woman now, you know, you don't know. And then, um, and then the negative side, it totally breaks me down. Like, yeah. if someone would have something harsh to say about my body, it totally breaks me down still. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why I'm uncomfortable with the term. Like, kind of like you said with you guys, I'm like, yeah, I'm fat. Like, it just is what it is, right? Or like with people that I trust, but it's different. Like, if I'm just in a group of people I kind of know or like coworkers or something, I would feel uncomfortable saying I am fat because then I don't want to start a conversation about you telling me, oh, but you're beautiful or oh, but this. It's like, that's not... That's not. But what I'm not even mm-hmm. like I'm not mm-hmm. fishing for compliments. Yeah, I know. Like I dress good. Yeah, I know I look nice. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what we're you know. And so I kind of, I think, just don't even bring it up or don't have mm-hmm. that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, or have or maybe I just haven't seen the need to like really say that. I don't know. But I do think going back to something you mentioned earlier about a uh, negative self talk or negative comments about oneself I think it is important for us teachers and I mean or parents or people just that care about others to like point out and address when we do hear others having negative self-talk about their about their body well about anything but um Uh, you know their abilities or their whatnot their themselves um mm -hmm. and it's interesting when I have called out students because like or address students because they have made a comment um of like why are you saying that or why did you say that especially when it's between like friends you know how you'll have friends and it's like oh no Mm. it's okay they can call me that because we're friends and I'm like well but it's not okay here and like why Mm. you know and if you really address it because it could very well be that it is fine, but it could also very well be that the student who is being called something is not um, brave enough or doesn't feel, I guess I shouldn't say brave, is not, doesn't have the tools to confront yeah. and stop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And, or, or even, I mean, I'm sure there's been research done of like, you think that it doesn't matter, but like day by day, this constant reminder that you are different or that, you know, these it matters so much. Unsatisfactory, they are like affecting you, you know? Mm-hmm. It so, matters so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go back to what you were saying earlier, P, about like your parent, like your family, like mm-hmm. when you were in elementary school, like you didn't mm-hmm. think of anything because your whole family was that way. Mm-hmm. I just remember a lot from, and I think that's, partially why it's affected more me too is I've family members would bring up my weight like oh, are you, oh shoot how's it going what are you eating mm-hmm. like just like having those not only at school but out of That's school gatherings mm-hmm. like it's just <sighs> and like for me I never spoke about it and so mm-hmm. there's students out there that are probably in the same boat where they get yeah. verbally at school and at home mm-hmm. and they because they don't think they deserve to say anything yeah because they don't know any different either yeah it's hard wow. to get mm-hmm. and not to say that like we never have to say the word fat like what you were pointing mm-hmm. out that like we it's not that we don't have to say the word fat or we don't have to mm-hmm. like 
but it's 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 not something that you then use to judge other people or try to improve mm-hmm. other people and like if i did not ask for your opinion or if that person did yes. not ask for your opinion you yes. do not need to say anything agreed and if this opinion is given with the intention to hurt your feelings that is not okay mm-hmm. if this opinion is given to help someone like and not you need to change your body but be like oh do you want to walk with me today Right. I brought you, I really like this recipe. Do you want to try it? It's actually really healthy. Those are different. Yeah. To me, that's not a dig on my way or anything. That's just being a good friend. But if it's like, well, you should eat a salad. That's a whole different thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> different opinions, I guess, on how to address people by their, their appearance. Yes. Uh, because of how I felt about people addressing my parents. And so a lot of times I don't say like, oh my God, you look like so good. Like, uh, like, I'll be like, you look so happy. You look great. Like, oh, are, I love that. If someone says like, oh, you've lost weight, you look great. But like, oh, I didn't look good before. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like you look happy. You look like, you know, like mm-hmm. you're doing better. Like that's, that's so much better compliment than saying like, you lost mm-hmm. weight. You look great. Yeah, Miss PZ, that's a great point. That deserves right. Snap, 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 snap. You look happy. You look jovial. You look excited. yes. That's a great point. You're doing well, and I can tell. <laughs> there you go. You a poet? Hey, you didn't even know it. a couple more things I just wanted to quickly mention You're about good. um my, my practice. Um, Mm -hmm. I do do stretches in my classroom and I just had to remind myself that like, not all students are comfortable like doing stretches because they don't want attention on them or like doing movements that are out of what we normally expect, expect. And some students have like, just, you know, okay, we're going to start it because, you know, now it's, well, it would have been day like 130 something of school. And so they know what we do in class. Right. And they, Mm -hmm. we do the same one. So a lot of them have like, okay, like I can do this. I know what to expect. Um, And then some of them will like kind of walk towards the back of the room if they're not already there. And I'm like, that's okay. Like if you're not disrupting anyone, like, cool, you can be back there and doing our stretches and participating. I don't need to micromanage that if you feel safer out there. Um, And then another thing is um, I, so for myself as a fat child, something that came up a lot was like people thinking I was older because I was big. Mm-hmm. And especially because my older sister is not fat and she's short. So mm-hmm. people always thought I was older than her. People always thought I was older than whatever age. And that, you know, became an issue with like, unfortunately, like, you know, grown ass men talking to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why are you talking That's to scary. me? Mm-hmm. That is very scary. Um, and and just in general of of maybe people expecting more from me because they thought I was an older kid or you know a teenager when I wasn't, and mm-hmm. so that's something I'm always careful of in in my in the school environment. Like just because we see a kid, you know a big kid, if I don't know them, just because I see a big kid, don't assume that they are, you know, a high schooler on campus. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. grade. They could be a sixth grader, or whenever it always makes me nervous when families come up. And they go, oh, like what, how old do you think they are? Like a sibling or something. Mm. And I'm like, I always under guess, like always. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big kid. I am like, if I really think that they look like 14, I'm like nine, you know? Because yeah. I'm like, this is something they've dealt with, I'm sure their whole lives mm-hmm. and their, their whole short lives so far. And it's like, I don't need to add on to that. Like, I am still going through it. I'm still, I will be for the rest of my life. Like, 
of building my confidence and all of that. And like I said, just because, I mean, just because I've lost weight, um, I only start like my motive, like my motivation really started when I just wanted to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And when I found things that I just like to do, like activity that I just like to do, because I was always an active person. Like I played sports, like I, you know, but I didn't like want to play sports to like go to college and play sports. I didn't, it was not like I was like, oh, I'm talented. I want to do, it was like, I just want to have fun. I'm here. This is fun. You know, that sort of thing. That was never my goal. It was just to have fun. And so when I like realized that and I was like, you know, just do some things that make you feel healthy and that make you healthy. And that has changed my life. That's why I've been able to lose weight. And I know we're talking about fitness and being comfortable with that, but I, and not everyone has to do this. I'm not saying like go out and lose weight or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in being comfortable with my body, I wanted to make sure my body was strong and powerful and capable how I wanted it to be so I can go hiking and do things I enjoy. So that would never hold me back because I didn't want my body of my self image or what I think I'm capable of to ever hold me back. And I also wanted to take care of my body in a way that it would never be held back either. Mm -hmm. So when I started thinking that way, that's when I got healthier and I wasn't unhealthy before, but now I'm so much more capable of like doing the things I want to do. Always, I'm always, I'll always be glad that I did that. I love my body because it allows me to do so many things. Like that little middle schooler P is still very much part of me, you know, is still like hurt. Look at who I am now. I don't have very many complaints. And I mean, I wish in middle school I would have known, but I, I had to go through this whole process to learn who I could become. And so like also to everyone who feels fat or feels like they're not capable or they're not beautiful. It's not true. Everyone has beauty physically and socially, mentally, in their personality. Like, I'm not telling you, there's just inner beauty on the outside too. And it's okay to celebrate yourself. Yeah. Don't let anyone else make you feel less than. Because they're not worth it. But you are. You should be worth it to yourself. Because, like I said, that little middle schooler self of me, I didn't know what I was going to become. And now I'm really happy with myself. And I have so much more room to grow, which is why I like my clothes and grows. Because this is not a stopping point. It's only up from here. Going through that again with my nephew. He's nine years old. He's in fourth grade. He's 5'4". He's he's a little bigger than a regular five four, but he's he's in fourth grade with these kids that are like three foot tall yeah. and feels out of place. And mm -hmm. it, it's I, I always tell him every day, I was like, There's nothing wrong like he's he said yeah. it like there's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. It's just tell him. Yeah, because I feel like mm -hmm. I didn't have people like that. I I didn't yeah talks a lot, like not in a bad way, but like Yeah. <laughs> His, his emotions and I love that because mm -hmm. it gets into conversations about his body about the world about society and like I hope that like does help him because I didn't feel comfortable doing that when I was little and so I'm trying to 
build him up because man yeah <laughs> go through the same things i did <laughs> i applaud you for that good job yeah, hey auntie go auntie <laughs> Uh, I know. <laughs> I mean, any more comments, ladies, before we go uh, into break with our bodies? Yes, our lovely bodies. Uh, I, like I said, please try to love yourself. Any parting words, Miss Peasy? Um, I don't know. I feel like just be true to yourself and don't worry so much about what people think about you. I think I worried too much and I cared. I didn't speak up for myself because I didn't want people to hate me, mm-hmm. make fun of me. And so I feel like stick up for yourself. If you make enemies, I mean, any enemy. They were your friends anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I, there's only a few people that I talked to from high school and the rest don't matter. Yeah. And so just be yourself because the ones that truly care will be right next to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And I think, and let's, let's stick up for, for those around us and, mm-hmm. and let's uh, nip things in the bud. Is that the correct saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Woo>. Right. Um, <laughs> with our, with our families and our loved ones and our friends and everything, mm-hmm. and then try to keep that, that self-talk out of our minds, out of our hearts and, and be supportive of each other and love each other and mm-hmm. just build each other up. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, right. P, lead us in some movement, please. Okay, please unclench your jaws and relax your shoulders. Just take a deep breath. I need some deep breaths because I'm emotional, so I'm going to take a few deep breaths and really just let my body relax more. So I'm sitting right now, and are we all sitting, ladies? Yes. Okay. So. I want us to do a stretch that is going to really help your back and your legs. You'll feel it also. So um, um, before we do this, give yourself a hug too. I know we did earlier, but uh, and you can say something nice. You don't have to say it out loud, but again, like just I love myself is always a good one. Okay. And then you're going to stretch forward and start by just touching your ankles while you're stretching forward. So I'm sitting down on my bed with my legs um, laid out, but I'm sitting up. And so I'm just going to touch my ankles and make sure my shoulders are rounded and relaxed. And then I'm going to go to my toes. And then if you can reach farther, reach farther, and you'll feel it in your back and in your legs. And then slowly roll up and make sure you're really feeling your body and you feel like you're engaging your core. And I never knew what that meant until I started trying to do it. But basically, you're like really aware of your core and how your body is holding you straight up because those stabilizing muscles are really important. And then we're going to do it one more time again. Breathe in, let it out, and then slowly. Relax your shoulders, touch your ankle, and then try to get to your toes or even a little past if you can and breathe through it. Don't forget to breathe. And then slowly roll up like you're making sure you're not doing fast movements, just relaxing movement. And we're all good. Yay. How do you feel? I feel great. And I said, 
<laughs> awesome. Oh, thankful for our bodies, moving with our bodies. Woo. Now let's go into some homework, everybody's favorite segment. So um, I'm just going to start since I'm already talking. Yeah. My homework today, I um, want to recommend a podcast. I am, um, uh, doesn't matter. I want to recommend a podcast. <laughs> it is called Food We Need to Talk. Um, it is, the description says, One Woman's Quest to End Her War with Food. Um, it has two hosts and they discuss science, medical knowledge, and their own experiences about exercise, um, body image, weight loss, and more. And they just finished their season one, like recently. Um, but you can check it out. Maybe just listen to an episode or two if you haven't already. Um, their descript their titles just like lay out what they're going to talk about. So they talk about stress, body image, like I said, all kinds of things, how food affects us. Um, so maybe check some of those out. Yeah. TZ, do you have homework for us? Yeah. Um, hey. Like reading and writing, I love both. I've gotten more into writing <laughs> lately. Um, I do daily like self-care kind of writing where it's Ooh. the day and it like asks you like to write like, oh, write three things that are great about you or just like uh-huh. different things each day. And so it's challenged me because, you know, you're so used to being wow. so naked. Mm-hmm having that is like I've been looking at it on Pinterest like just like for next month the month after like doing it every day um but reading for sure because I reading just like just it lets you get get into a world that you're not in and so just stepping back from your world and going into another for a couple hours why not yeah that's amazing okay Is, is your writing is there like a specific a person you follow or anything or it's you've just kind of no um I'll go on Pinterest and like this for this month I really just go like I just search up like um self-care journal prompts for March oh nice and so they have it each day and like I've been doing a bullet journal and so like I put that in there too so wow (laughs) see that's something I would not have thought of to look up me either that's (laughs) awesome are like very challenging I'm just like oh what do I want to say huh that's really cool I'm gonna put a I'll google search a link and put that in our in our notes for episode two that's amazing hey. yeah um my homework and it might make you feel awkward it makes me feel awkward when I do this um so my homework to you is something you're feeling self-conscious about flip it and make it a positive and then, so there's a few steps. So something you're feeling self-conscious or negative about, you have that in mind. Then I need you to flip it to a positive and tell yourself that while you look in the mirror. And it can be something like, you know what? I don't feel pretty today. And then look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. And even if, like I said, even if you don't believe it when you're saying it, to have someone in the mirror, like someone looking at you and saying, you're beautiful you'll start to believe it so that's my homework well thank you miss pz so much for joining yes. us it's been an honor <laughs> yeah thank you, you so much insight a different lens and just um you know reminding us of some great things that we could be doing for all those around us thank you so much i'm a fat i'm a fan of this podcast 